Hi everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Where two seemingly meaningless individuals, except maybe to one another, talk about very meaningful things. I'm Chris, and with me, as normal, is Leslie. Leslie and Peter. Yes, Peter's joining us today. He's a, he's a. He's gonna be our uh, producer. Hopefully, he'll be. He's smiling. A right happy now. Look at producer. Him. He? He's smiling so big. He's about to be make second on his hand. Yeah. That was weird. What was weird? I don't know. I just thought I heard something. Is the dog barking? Is there outside? a bad guy in the house? Yeah, there's bad guys out all, out all in the house. We also have Chloe here with us, lounging on a shelf. Yeah, ready at any moment to leap upon the table. <laughs> and, and I have water here. It can yes, be bad. But I'm ready because I've got my smoothie. Yeah. It's a, it's a good what one. What kind I'm, of smoothie are you having? Left, leftover smoothie. What's that? Is basically, I know what everyone else likes for their smoothies. <laughs> so I'm just eating the stuff that no one, that I bought, but that no one wants. So it was like, or that just the last little bits mm-hmm. that aren't enough to make a smoothie for me. So it was like the last bit of the peach. The yeah. Frozen peaches, the last of the strawberries that had been, or the blueberries that had been set out all night, and I was like, "Well, no one's gonna eat those now, so throw them in a smoothie." Um, the sh- some strawberries, mm-hmm. banana, yeah, and just but that's sad. And, and what Greek if it's yogurt. the best smoothie you've ever had, and you won't really know what it was? No, I paid attention as I was doing it, but like just in case. For that very yeah. reason. <laughs> that always happens to our friend Chrissy. Yeah. Chrissy makes the the best salsa in the world. Yeah. And but it it, it happened by happenstance. She was just she had a bunch she of tomatoes. That with a lot of and, different yeah. She just throws dishes. things together. And then she's like, You may never get this. She's again. like, This is the best pasta dish I've ever made. And we're like, How'd you do it? I don't really I don't not really, really sure. <laughs> like now that I think Christine. About it. <laughs> <laughs> we told her she has to start writing everything down. She thought I was kidding her about the uh, salsa. Did you? So she thought I was just being nice mm-hmm. or just saying that because I'm a liar. <laughs> and uh, she said that then Dr. Adolph was like, "No, Chris was telling the truth." It's like that's really like called good. her, I guess, and was like, "Yeah, I know you made a joke about Chris saying, but it's really but good." I salsa. do feel like she's kind of got it down because it no, takes it's been, consistently yeah, yeah, yeah. really mm-hmm. good. Oh, I hope this baby is going to be happy. The last one was fiery. Yeah. It had some good punch to it. Mm-hmm. You remember? Because I wasn't expecting it. I took a big old scoop of it. About <laughs> choked to death. Choked. The fumes. I just went, <gasps> and the, the, the jalapeno fumes just shot down my throat. We would have thought Chrissy was, like, had a something against you. She poisoned you with salsa. Like, what if that would have been your last day on earth? Your last breath? It wasn't that hot. <laughs> Well, you choked. <laughs> I was like, what if you... I choke a lot. The other day you came in, you thought I was dying. I just choked on my spit. And you were like, are you okay? Like, yes. Just... Well, you had that, you know, that one night you almost died in the middle of the night. The last time you oh, ate... Oh, my goodness. The last time you ate spaghetti or something. Oh, it's like old man problems. <laughs> That's when I knew I was getting old. That's when I knew it. Like, when you have acid reflux to the point that you are... <laughs> Aspirating in the bathroom in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night, it was the worst. Was- I have never had, and I, it, I could not get a breath. So what happened was I ate some uh, spaghetti sauce or pizza. Or it had something. a red sauce. Anyway, whatever it was. So I'm asleep that night, 
and <laughs> I get a little acid reflux. Just, but it happened to be, it happened to come up as I was taking a breath in my sleep. So I wake up to acid in my lungs. Like, yeah. so I had taken the acid and sucked it down in my lungs. I could not. So my lungs are trying to expel it, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to get a breath. Mm-hmm. And it's just, because <laughs> you can't. You can't get it out. And I'm trying to drink water, oh, but stop. water doesn't go to your lungs, right? So it doesn't do any good. Yeah. And, oh, man, I sounded like oh, I sounded like a fish out of water. It was so bad that I cracked an eye open. Yeah. And you didn't get out of bed. No, I remember laying there thinking, you know, I heard you coughing. Thinking, finally, like, my plan is complete. <laughs> no, I heard you. It was like, oh. And then. Oh, he's dying. No, then there was a pause. And I was like. Is he okay? Like this sounds serious. Yeah, she serious she she doesn't wake. Like I'll be in the bathroom. I'll throw up in the bathroom. <laughs> she have no idea. <laughs> she goes to she it she gets out of bed like to to partially throw up, and I go hold her hair back. Yeah. Um, it sounds yeah. like you're up in the night a lot, like oh. being sick, which you are not. Let me just add. like I'm this sickly individual. Yeah. <laughs> Like, so I'm throwing up, and she's not doing anything. I'm aspirating. Aspirating. And they're like, people are like, this guy, this does not sound he's healthy. He's actually very rude. Yeah, he's sick. got, I think he's got a lot of comorbidities. Uh, is, that what, is that what people are talking about, comorbidities? All right, so let's get into stuff. What's your dedication today? Let's, let's get Mine is kind of boring, but I think it's important for people to know. I dedicate this episode to the Pillow Flex Pillow Insert. Is that, is that an infomercial? No. <laughs> What's the what? info from my know. pillow? Oh. The my pillow guy. Remember, he's a big Trump guy. Is he guy. the Christian guy? I don't know if he's Christian. I think but he is. So the only reason I know about my pillow, which totally we're stealing from Pillow Flex, yeah. Here, but the only reason I know about my pillow is because I went to the fair and there were people like, "Do you not have a my pillow?" Yeah, I've heard, like friends. I've heard were, great things about my pillow. No, maybe no. maybe on a, an infomercial. <laughs> if you'd like to send a my pillow to the members of the podcast, yeah, we can try it out. We'll try it Just out. Just send us an email. <laughs> and we'll give you our shipping address. We'll weigh it against the pillow. Yeah, because there's no state fairs right now yeah. uh, at which to buy can't try or to do my state fair trick of getting a massage. My massage chair yeah. trips. That yeah. almost killed my mother. Yeah, that was bad. That is my state fair trip but tip for next year. But uh, Put your mother-in-law in a massage chair. Yeah, to and slowly stretch, kill her. Stretch her. As she stre- <laughs> stretches her till she dies. And she's too meek and mild to say, this doesn't feel good. <laughs> my, I was like watching in horror as yeah. this machine, like, it, it looked medieval on her. Like, you looked normal when you were in it. Because she doesn't know how to relax. <laughs> She looked like she was on a She's not used to being touched. Torture chamber. So she's like, uh, <laughs> I can see you being that way. It like, was a terrible why thing. Why is this chair touching me? I hated watching yeah. it. I was like, Mommy. So why Pillow Flex? What oh, okay. Well, I don't, what even is Pillow Flex? Listen, I don't even know Is it how... like? Is it like bedtime workout? <laughs> pillow Flex? That's how I work out. Yeah. Like, I can go do my Pillow I'm Flex. Just relax and work out at the same time. I don't really know how I got onto this. You know those random lists of like, cult favorites on Amazon like no I do not have a random Amazon cult list <laughs> am I saying well, that right I don't know you know cult following like yes yes I'm a pastor I know yeah. all about cult no, following you know what I mean right yeah 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 so there will be like random like BuzzFeed list or like there's like a men's magazine that does it a lot that I'll see the headline like top 10 Amazon products that 
you don't know about, you know, things like mm-hmm. that. They have like crazy amounts of reviews, five star reviews, like oh, tens yeah, yeah, of thousands yeah, yeah. of five star reviews. Those are always wild. Yeah, so I, I'll go check this like out. Like a banana slice. It could have been on that list. However, however it happened, these are really highly rated pillows, mm-hmm. and they're not that expensive, but they are those so... Those pillows right there? Yeah. They are good. Those are they're good like pillows. Heavy. Yeah, like, those are quality, man. You go to pick it up, and you feel like you're picking Can up... Can we get pillows like that for our bed? Yes. What? We have two more coming tomorrow. No way. Yeah, but not for I you. I feel like that's They're a not for shame. The bed. You feel like that's a shame. Man, I was talking. <laughs> that was a great dad joke. Oh, man. That's probably one of your better ones yeah, of the yeah. week. Uh, so, yeah, the 26 by 26 is what I get for our Euro shams. And then <laughs> the 20 by 26. It is a sham. <laughs> 20 by 26 is what I have in these normal, normal pillowcase sizes. Standard, I guess. You pointed. We're doing audio. Oh, I'm talking to you, though. <laughs> I don't know. These over here? You look right there. I forgot we were recording. Like, this is... I was just talking to you about pillows. Yeah, yeah. Anyhow, you... So, on the reviews, people made it sound like these are really shockingly stout, like, heavy, mm-hmm. but comfortable... And sure enough, this thing came in the mail. I didn't mail. know that's how we got And these. I lifted it out of the bag, and it was like, it's yeah. like a weight. And you like immediately bought more. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, so I've got to say, someone who didn't know that's the story, just learning it. I'm learning it here, right here with you folks, right now. <laughs> this is breaking news. Uh, that, that, yeah, those are, I assume those are like. Pottery varnish type no, pillows or some actually, niche I bought, store that you like. I bought that, one to replace this pottery barn oh, insert yeah. we have on our Carlisle chair. Really? That's like smushed up yes, already. It's the worst. Yeah, I have thoughts about. I'm not going to talk about pottery barn right now, but because yeah. um, we're trying to pitch them to be a sponsor, <laughs> right? <laughs> we have tens of people who listen. So to this. my pillow, pottery barn, anybody. Sprite. Yeah. We'll take any. We just want free stuff, right? Why Sprite. That I don't know. Random. It was the first. Do you thing. feel like you have to say it in threes? <laughs> I was just trying to think of anything. Sprite and Sprite. Sprite. Cat Sprite. litter. Cat litter. Oh, we will take cat litter. Um. Won't we, Chloe? We're not picky. She's in my lap right now. Anyway, so yeah, that's mine. Um. Try it out, Pillow Flex. Yeah, Pillow Flex. We're not. We are not being we're not paid to say. By... We're not paid by anyone to say anything ever. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> that the truth? <laughs> okay. What uh, about you? My dedication, which I had, and I just forgot as we were talking. Do you see this? What I did here? Yeah. What's funny is I typed my dedication, and then I wanted to switch it. Mm-hmm. And do this other dedication later because I wanted to do this dedication now. Hmm. And I didn't. My dedication actually is, oh, I remember, our projector. Great idea. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Tell us about it. So your three projector. years ago, we brought, <laughs> we bought, it ago. was, it was three years ago. I, there was a, it was like an Amazon Prime Day, which is, which is tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I said it first. And uh, said it here first, folks. Um, this will air after Prime Day. Yeah, that way we get the deals and you don't. <laughs> the uh, and there was this projector on sale, 
just ran. I was like, man, I could we could use something like that to watch movies upstairs with the kids or outside. Like, yeah, outside. I thought it'd be really neat. And so I looked into this project. Great ratings. Uh, just everything about it seemed wonderful and a great price. Mm-hmm. I think it was originally like nine hundred, mm-hmm. and we got it for like five hundred. Mm-hmm. So it was almost half off. And we got it, and we used it for a few years, off and on, and things. Mm-hmm. Great picture. What's well, a big HD? It's been a big event thing. Right? Yes, when we do like when we read the Harry Potter books. After every book, we'd watch mm-hmm. it on the projector, and so we display it on the wall. And and I mean, I, I measured that the diagonal. It's it's about 128 inches mm-hmm. is what we projected at normally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 128 inches. Which I don't know if y'all know that. That's really, really big. It's big. Just this last week I looked to see, like, what would that be if we bought a TV? There was one by Samsung that I could mm-hmm. find in the 120-inch range, mm-hmm. and it was $13,000. 13000 13000 And you had to, it's called The Wall. Wow. Now, it can get bigger than that, too, but that's what. It can get bigger? The, the, they have wall. The wall is the name of this type of Samsung TV. Oh, that's like actual, the size of a wall. But that actual TV. But the 120 stretch. inch one was like 13 inch. Yeah, that yeah, TV. Right. Or is 113,000. So, uh, so we we've been wanting to put it into our living room, move our TV out of the living room with our TV cabinet that we got all when we moved in. It's just big and bulky and... And we need more room. And we needed room honestly, for... Honestly, for Bible study. I mean, study. Our, yeah, our Bible study has just gotten... Our neighborhood Bible study is... It's so popular. It's so popular. That <laughs> uh, we used to run out of room. We were thinking about knocking down walls, uh, even to open up space. We'd have more people in here. Uh, and finally just said, let's just move it. Let's do it. See if we like the projector. Because we decided, let's... Mount it. We talked to a member from church, uh, and and they're gonna they're working up an estimate for you know mounting it from the ceiling and all this. And I said, well, let's just see if we like it. So we put it in our living room on a pie safe that we have, mm-hmm. and uh, use it projected onto our wall. And it's been man, it's so great. It's been great. It's and so. Now- I mean, the, you, this is a tiny little projector thing. Mm-hmm. So unobtrusive. Yeah. yeah it's you know, tiny. compared to the TV. And, uh, man. And yeah. now, when we watch, like, Britain's Best Home Cook. They're bigger than people size. <laughs> it's like watching the Jolly Green Yeah, Giant. they're huge. Yeah. They're huge. It's like Everybody's being at the movies. It's huge. It's huge. But then, when it's not on, there is, like, no TV Yeah, there's no TV room. just sitting there, it's, taking up wall space. I love it. So, what kind, like, what would people look for? Well, this is an Optima. They don't make this one anymore. This one right now was so popular that it's hard to get this model anymore. Mm-hmm. If you go to Amazon, I think it's fourteen hundred dollars on Amazon what? right now. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure so you sorry, could buy it. Everybody. Yeah, I'm sure you could buy it somewhere. I, I'm sure they've gotten better than than this. This was just mm-hmm. a, a certain model that everyone really liked, I mm-hmm. guess. And so people are wanting to get. I want that model. I loved it. I don't want to try it. Like we were with our our yeah. uh, waffle iron. We would have paid double the price for that oh, waffle yeah. maker. Yeah. We could have found the right one. Uh, and so. You know, you can get, I'm sure, better models mm-hmm. than than what we've got. But this does, uh, I don't think it's 4K, but it does HD, 1080. Um, it does 3D. We watch mm-hmm. 3D movies with it. And it's just really, mm-hmm. it's fun to have. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's been, it's been a, a welcome. We had plenty of people come over and just want to see it. And then they all say, wow, that is big. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll go, oh, 
Well, and they'll have other people like uh, tell them, "Oh, that wouldn't work." Or yeah, that. yeah. So we've we've got friends that are building a house, mm-hmm. and and they knew we had done this, and we talked to them about it, and then they went to get one, and mm-hmm. the person at Best Buy was like, "That won't work," and they were like, "Our friends are literally doing it yeah. right now." So they came up here to be like, they said it wouldn't work, and they wanted to see it for themselves. Like, yeah, and they were like, "This looks good." Yeah, and the like, guy was like, "Oh, well, you'd need a screen." You, so yeah. Just that and no, then the guy was like, "What you really need is a TV. You might as well just get a TV." Right. But the TV was three thousand dollars. Yeah, so it was the size that they wanted. Saying, "Think outside the box." Yeah, the, the person TV. at Best Buy may not <laughs> may not want to hear about you buying a projector that they probably don't sell at Best Buy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, instead, he wants you to get a TV. But ours yeah, is working so. great. And now we do have advantages. We've got smooth walls, mm-hmm. the white paint, mm-hmm. all those things that, and I think we could even do a special paint that now that works with projectors cool. but you know we can make it as big or as small as we want because of the yeah. w- wall space that we have we've got a we've got a blank wall yeah which I mean, and it is who, who, who has a 128 inch blank wall yeah um we do but it's been it's been wonderful that's one great thing about not having a ton of money we've never decorated that wall that's true because we didn't we're have, gonna, like what we put anything can't on there? buy a big painting <laughs> or a mirror or... but it was fun watching i watched some college football on it yeah. And, uh, man, it's all, it's all so big. Yeah. And at night, it really is cool. It is. Turn off all the lights and, and, uh, and yeah, we've, we, we have lots of windows in our house and it's still, mm-hmm. it still works really well. Yeah. I mean, we've got what, three, three big, uh, three foot by six foot windows in, in 3060 windows mm-hmm. and, uh, still yeah, works great. Works. So Yeah. Projector, way to go, projector. Projector, pillow flags. Yeah. All of these products brought to you by Amazon. Yeah, I got it on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, so what do you want to talk about? Let's talk about what's gone on this week. What's gone on this week for you that you want to talk about? Well, I did just fix an ingrown toenail. Is that what you meant? No. No? Okay. You did. You've been griping about that thing yeah. for a while. I feel and you like wouldn't let me touch I feel it. kind of boss right you now. You won't let me touch it. When and you then, like fix your own toenail, it yeah. makes you feel kind of powerful. Yeah. So, ingrown toenails are I don't even worst. need a doctor. I had, I had to have surgery on an ingrown toenail. Do you remember that? Yeah. That's what I was so, trying to avoid. <laughs> so I had had an ingrown toenail. I, I jammed it in a basketball game. Mm. And it had bent the toenail. And so when it started growing back, it didn't grow back right. Mm-hmm. I didn't think anything about it. So I went to the doctor after it was hurting, and they were like, we're going to have to cut this off, yeah. the toenail. And Gosh. I was like, oh, That's why okay. I didn't want to go. And they were like, well, let's give you this an- this anesthesia, local anesthetic. Uh, and I was like, okay. And they put the shot in there, and I mean, it was it had gotten infected, mm-hmm. so it was painful. Mm-hmm. And uh, they went to cut. Mm-hmm. So they cut down the middle of the toenail with a pair of scissors. They just slide okay. it right under the nail bed mm-hmm. and cut back. But you can't feel it because you're... Toes been deadened, mm-hmm. you know, with a shot. They mm-hmm. did like two or three shots, which were painful because of the infection. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they start cutting. I said, ooh, ooh, ooh. And they were like, now, was that pain or pressure? You know that whole yes, thing? Yes. You're I familiar with as baby, having yes. babies. And I'm always So like, I was like, okay, it's pressure. It's pressure. Way. And so they were going, and it was. It was just pressure. But then they got about three quarters of the way through the toenail. Stop. And it was definitely Stop. not pressure. It was pain. Yeah. It was someone cutting through. See, what happened, I guess, is a thing. too close to When you've got infection, it's hard for them to figure out the anesthesia for that Mm -hmm. in an infected area. 
Oh man, that last. So they just were. They said, "You want me to stop?" And I said, "No, just go, just go." Why would and you they, say that? Because it, I mean, I had a toenail that was three quarters away, split in half. <laughs> it looked like a looked like a fish, uh, just splayed out there. Uh, and so they ran through it, and blood was. Ever, it was bad. That's but, terrible. So I'm glad your toenail's good. <laughs> me too. <laughs> You better believe I'm going to say oh, it's good. Man, that was that was that was painful. That made me think I never want to do that again. Uh, do you remember when I kicked my toenail off? Yeah. On Christmas morning. On, on my you, first year. Didn't you say? Family. Didn't you say it's Christmas? It's Christmas. <laughs> yes. On her, sitting on her parents' bathroom toilet. It was our toilet. first married Christmas yeah. too. And I mean, she bent it back ninety degree angle, yeah. straight up. Yeah. Pain. Straight pain, up. Pain. And then I had to leave mommy and daddy. And go to your house for Christmas. Yeah, but your dad was like, my dad's the champ. He's a he was a medic, yeah. so he got me all fixed up. Anyway, Army triage, so Air Force, Air Force triage. We covered toenails. Um, no, well, one thing I was going to talk about is how relevant the Word of God is. <laughs> Every time, that's what I've noticed. So, what have you? What have you been noticing this week? <laughs> That the word of God is not a bunch of hocus pocus gobbledygook. <laughs> well, here's what's funny. It's like you read. We were reading Malachi Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what Malachi? Do you remember what the name Malachi means? I wasn't in there. Oh, I had to. I was nursing the baby in your office, but I read what y'all were reading because I'm an upstanding church member. Anyway, no, I don't know what my messenger or my angel. It's sort for. My angel or messenger. My angel. Will you start calling me Malachi? And then the suffix for my. Oh. Yeah. So there's a little play on words of it on it in Malachi. So, okay. Anyway. Well, I, I was reading that and thinking, man, this is good mm-hmm. for today. Didn't you know you were reading Proverbs? Like, people should read this. People should read Malachi. This is the, or, no, Proverbs. Like, oh, in yeah. the morning, I'm like... Mm-hmm. The whole world needs to hear this right now. This applies to everything that's going on in the world. And then I was in Hebrews this morning. This is amazing. <laughs> this lines up perfectly with what we're dealing with today. Anyway, I just wanted to point out again, you should read your Bible. It's quite helpful. It's going to it's going to really help you out <laughs> in in things in the world. And it doesn't matter if it's in the New Testament. Or if it's no. in the Old Testament, it's all... Well, and, and I think what, the, the Old Testament gets a better rap. So a verse we all know, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, uh, verse 13, no temptation has overtaken you except as is common to man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right before that, that verse is in the context uh, of 1 Corinthians 10, verse 6, or, uh, talking about Moses... And the people in the Old Testament and how they were trusting in the Lord. And it says, now these things took place as an example for us. You go down to verse 11. Now these things happened to them as an example, but they were written down for our instruction. Mm. Uh, and then verse 13, no temptation is overtaking oh, you except yeah. as common to man. We're, when we read that about no temptation has overtaken you except as is common to man, we think everyone goes through the same thing. Right. But what it's really saying is what you've gone through, the Bible has talked about. Mm-hmm. That's what it means. Not... Everyone goes through what you've gone through. Mm-hmm. So, or people have gone through this before. There's nothing new under the sun. What the context of that in First Corinthians 10 is, if you're in the Word, mm-hmm. you'll find guidance there. Mm-hmm. Instru- these things have been written down 
as examples for you, mm-hmm. for your instruction. And, and in 1 Corinthians, what he's talking about is the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're even more blessed because we've got the New Testament and onto it. But we often think the Old Testament is this, you know, uh, isn't relevant anymore. Mm-hmm. It's this backwards age. And I mean, these people were a thousand years uh, in some cases from some of those Old Testament stories. Yeah. Uh, a millennia separated them. And so it's, it's, it was relevant to them, and it's still relevant to us. Those things that happen in the Old Testament, we're supposed to be reading because their temptations are the same as ours. Their struggles, and this is why when you know people say, oh, the world is so much worse, or this right. or that, or we're <laughs> struggling with things that people never had to struggle with, I go, well, that's not really what the Bible says. Right. Right? And, and really, if you're familiar with the Old Testament, you just see a lot of what we've got going on is already gone on before and you know how the Lord dealt with it and, and told believers and how to how to how to deal with it and so yeah the, the Bible is always going to be relevant get in your Old Testaments mm-hmm. read them read the New Testament with it uh, because I'm sure the promise extends to the New Testament as well mm-hmm. um, it does first Timothy chapter 3 uh, 16 and 17 again another great example that all scriptures breathed out mm-hmm. by God and it's profitable for jumping down to the end Equipping a man for every good work. Uh, well, what scriptures were we talking about? They were talking about the Old Testament. Mm. That that and adding to that now the scripture that we find in in the New Testament. Um, those things are are exactly what we need mm. for everything. Everything that we yeah. do. And what I don't remember which chapter of Proverbs it was, but we were talking to the kids about how everything in this book is so good, like all the good mm. things in life. All the things that make you truly happy, those moments in life when you just feel absolutely at peace, happy, when you have love, when there's joy, all of that is found here. And and it, it all comes from the Lord. Mm-hmm. There's not one good thing in life that doesn't find its beginning here in mm-hmm. the Word and, yeah. and through God. And um, I just saw... In chapter 7, what we had pointed out, to keep my commandments and live, keep my teaching as the apple of your eye, bind them on your fingers, write them on the tablet of your heart, say to wisdom, you are my sister, and call insight your intimate friend. Remember what the word intimate friend is there? Your kin. Your kinsman. Your kinfolk. Yeah, Yeah. like uh, Ruth and Zoe's. Yeah. 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 And that that will keep you from sin, keep you Mm -hmm. from the forbidden woman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to have that close relationship <laughs> with God's word is mm-hmm. is what we need. That's that companion we need to keep close by us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That good godly friends are mm-hmm. a shadow of. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to encourage anyone listening to keep coming to the word cuz it is it's so funny. It's still difficult for me. There's a a flesh battle to pick this up and read it sometimes. Um you know, it's not like it's not like I've seen the good in it and that now I run to it every morning. I still have to sometimes like make myself read it even though I know how good it is. So, if I can encourage any anyone to keep coming back to it, um it's just I never regret reading my Bible. After I do it, I'm like that's the best thing ever. Well, so. I'll, I'll play off of that with okay. uh, one thing that that we started that's been really encouraging to me. I didn't know it was going to be because it was sort of a a thing we were we were trying out 
um, is the gathering mm-hmm. that we're doing every day. Uh, and I think, have we talked about this? I don't think so. Uh, anyway, we've... So, you know, you read through Acts and uh, you look at what the life of the early church. Mm-hmm. And they were together every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, every day in the synagogue, worshiping together. They were every day at the temple. They mm-hmm. were... Uh, breaking bread in each other's homes. It was an, an everyday thing. And you read that. And every time I think any Christian reads it, they, you go, that, that sounds really awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, but then you start making excuses for why it wouldn't work, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and so what's funny is you think that they were there together every day. And yet still you have the author of Hebrews saying what? Don't, Don't forsake, forsake assembling together. In fact, do it more and more, more, and more as you see the day mm-hmm. uh, approaching. So here you've got these people that were meeting way more than we were. Mm-hmm. And yet the Bible telling them you need to meet together even more so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even even more than you than you are. And I think, how in the world do we go from that, from where you have people meeting together all the time, mm-hmm. and being told, still those people being told, don't forsake assembling together and do it more and more, mm-hmm. to today where we're like, yeah, I did Sunday morning. Yeah. How did that become enough? Yeah. Or I did Sunday morning and Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. And so just looking at, at the example that I saw in Scripture, I was like, and then reading like the Reformation pastors, mm-hmm. like Luther and Calvin, and and they 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 would be preaching every day, mm-hmm. every day their churches would be open. They'd be doing this, and and I thought it's doable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm at the church, right? So why not? So we just decided pick a time. We randomly picked three thirty. Mm-hmm. We say randomly. It was kind of. Trying to base it around naps and <laughs> and, and, and dinner. the yeah dinner schedules for families. So we went it super late so that you know uh, if it was super late, then families couldn't be home having dinner and and their activities at night that mm-hmm. are harder to navigate around. Didn't want it earlier because you'd be into lunchtime and nap time and people finishing school, mm-hmm. their homeschooling or whatever. So pick three thirty, and we used to do it every day. Mm-hmm. We go down every day. The church is open. Sometimes we do it up at our house. But we just meet for... The plan is an hour. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it goes... Like today was right at an hour. Mm-hmm. And then I said, I've got to get these kids to wherever. And we we broke apart and went our ways. But mm-hmm. uh, we meet. Uh, we hang out. We just fellowship. We talk about our day. Talk about what we've read in our Bibles. We then, toward the end of it, uh, I'll do a Bible study. We just all gather up mm-hmm. and we just read quickly. I mean, it's like five minutes, five, ten minutes, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and and then we uh, pray, we sing, mm-hmm. and we go home. Yep. But it is in that brief amount of time such an encouragement. And it's already started shifting my desire to be with belief. Like, remember, we couldn't do it la- mm-hmm. this last Friday. Mm-hmm. Because Betsy was sick, yeah. So we had to cancel the meeting on Friday that we were going to have the gathering, and and I went, oh my goodness, I'm not going to see these people till Sunday. Mm-hmm. I had just seen them on Thursday, and it was like I'm going to not see them till. I mean, we don't do it on Saturday, mm-hmm. so we're missing Friday and Saturday. I won't see them till Sunday. And I thought it used to be you'd see them on Sunday, mm-hmm. maybe on Wednesday, yeah, and then not again from Wednesday till next. Yeah, Sunday. Sunday. 
and so it's just been, at least for me, now other people might say it, it's been absolutely not an encouragement to me and I hate it. Uh, <laughs> but from what people have told me, uh, it's been an encouragement to them mm-hmm. as well. And we do it every day so that if you can't make it, it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. There's no, I mean, it's just an opportunity. Like this is here this is a chance for you to have a little break in your day to come hear some of some Bible, mm-hmm. to come fellowship with believers. All things that the Bible promises you are good for you. Uh, and you will walk away from this hour better than you were before you came. Yeah. Uh, and there's nothing else. And, and that's what I told people at church. I was like, if you've got anything else that can beat that promise, then go to that. <laughs> uh, but if you're free at 3.30 and it's like, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Like, here's... Here's yeah. something that you can always choose. Yeah. Uh, and it's easy. Like we just, we just send out messages if we're not going to be able to make it or if we need to postpone or whatever. And uh, it, it just kind of just trying to get everyday sort of life together sort mm-hmm. of feel. So. <clears throat> yeah. It's been great. Yeah. And so I've, re- I've really enjoyed it. It's been, it's been really good um, on my side of things to like, this is something that had been on your heart. And something you wanted to do, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, and you got to practice putting it into, getting the getting it going and following through. For me, the 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 call for me was to help you in it, and because you know to hop in the car, <laughs> yeah, 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 and arrange naps mm-hmm. and baby feedings and 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 then sometimes doing it up here, getting getting things put together, but. Um, it's just always good to, to have a chance to practice being a helpmeet and, um, like if your husband, if your husband oh, says. Oh, I can't imagine. I cannot imagine if you were like, it's just too, I'm just too busy or yeah. I've got one. I would not as a husband just let you do that. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, let's sit down and talk yeah. about this. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, it's just a very simple thing sometimes that the Lord, the Lord may not put it on your heart to do something, but if he tells your husband, if he's leading your husband in this, that is God's will for you to, to follow. And yeah, God, what's your will for our family? Well, I told your <laughs> husband and then he told you. <laughs> yeah. So, um, just, it's just been good practice and, and, it's and there'd been be a, a temptation. There would be a temptation for you <clears throat> to not want to do it. Because it was your husband's idea. Yeah. I mean, I think Genesis 3 is still something that... Mm-hmm. that Definitely. That, no, I like... I've gotten... And especially when you're dealing with things like naps and feedings and you that you're really having to juggle all mm-hmm. day long. For you to finally get juggling down and someone's like, here's another ball. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, I'm juggling these things. Yeah, yeah. Juggle that by yourself if you want to. Yeah. But uh, we got something and, else going on. And that's you. The Lord is so good when you when you do just trust Him and, and just do what He's put in front of you. He takes care of things. Um, yeah. So it's just been it's been a good experience for me. It's like a little kind of practice, and and just seeing His faithfulness in it and the blessing then that it, you know, coming from you know. I'm a classic introvert, you know, all those things that you might say where I don't, I don't feel the need. I don't feel it that I need to be with people today, but God says I do. God says it's good for me to be with other believers. Um, So it's been, even that is good to just 
to just obey and, and trust him. Oh yeah, it's it's <laughs> been it's really you know just even the timing wise is weird for me. It it, it is an added. Five extra Bible or four extra Bible studies. We don't do it on Wednesday night because mm-hmm. we've got church coming up at six, and it's just it's a weird time to come in, do that, go back home, come back in at six. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's more Bible studies for me to have to get ready, yeah. You know, and and adding four Bible studies to if you were to look at my schedule, you'd have gone. Where do yeah. you add Bible studies in that? Yeah. Uh, so. Um, yeah, that sort of, as you like to call it, that stretching. Well, that's funny because that's on my list. Is stretching? Yeah. Pillow flexing and stretching. <laughs> yeah. This is an all exercise sort of. So talk yeah. about stretching. Stretching. Um, just, just starting to really understand these times in life when the Lord is increasing your, He's increasing your capacity really to oh, yeah, to yeah. do things for Him, and. In ways that you don't feel equipped. You don't feel like you have enough time. You don't have enough money. You don't have enough energy. This isn't the type of thing you're good at. Just all these excuses we might come up with. Uh, My baby has to take a nap. I mean, which of course they do. But Sometimes they do. um, All these things that, that you would think, well, I can't do this. But it's actually the Lord. He is stretching you. It's like when you first take on a new exercise program or I was actually comparing mm-hmm. it to when I tried to make a new recipe in the kitchen. Um, like when we first got married, these, I would, you know, pick a recipe to make and I would study it and it wouldn't quite make sense to me. And I had mm-hmm. to really think about it and concentrate and it would take me like hours to make this thing. And, and then in my, my memory of that was, Oh, that was a really hard meal. I don't know if I want to make that again. But then, you know, you make it again, you make it again. And then there comes a point where you think, how was this, how was how this, this ever difficult? Yeah. And you realize it was actually quite an easy thing to make. It was pretty basic. But you hadn't done it before. And you hadn't done that kind of work in the kitchen before. And it's just that, that you're, you're growing accustomed. Your muscles are... Yeah. catching it, up. It's, it's the same thing that we always see in Christian maturity mm-hmm. uh, that you see in your own just natural growth. Yeah. Like you, you as you're, as you're toddling, you're learning how to walk mm-hmm. and you're like, this is the most difficult thing. Yeah. When you're learning your ABCs, I remember learning my ABCs. I mean, like, how am I ever going to get my ABCs down? <laughs> you know, we had, I remember the ABCs and the ABC people. You really remember that? Yeah. I remember, I remember, I remember the classroom. I remember the ABC. You remember and you remember that? thinking like, I can't ever. Yeah. I remember how am I going to get all these letters done? <laughs> That's so cute. And all these letters. Uh, and now you look back at it and go, that's silly. Man, how can you, you have, now I know multiple it's alphabets. literally the I know a lot of, of alphabets now. I, the, uh, the Lord was going to expand, stretch me to so many alphabets. Uh, and, uh. Yeah, but that's the, the same thing in the Christian life. Yeah. And, and so that's what I tell people when they think about something like baptism. And I'm always like, baptize quickly and baptize early. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, one of the, the fears that, like, parents have yeah. is they're always afraid that their kids aren't going to get it. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, and I always say, look, they're going to get to an age where they're going to look back and think, mm-hmm. I didn't get it when I was totally. whatever age. But you know what? If they were to get baptized at that age, that they think yeah. that, let's say they're in their 20s, mm-hmm. if they were to get baptized then, mm-hmm. and then they met their self in their 40s, that mm-hmm. 40-year-old person 
if they're a growing Christian, we'll look back at that 20-year-old person and go, the 20-year-old didn't get it. Well, I, I am so far at that. I'm like, I don't think I was even a Christian five years ago. <laughs> five years ago. I didn't even know I didn't even know. I mean, did I really know him? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and that's, the way, that's the way that stretching, that stretching works. It mm-hmm. does... It does look like an impossibility that you need to look back at and say mm-hmm. that's not wasn't an impossibility. It was an inevitability mm-hmm. that that would uh, that that would happen. That's just what growth is like. It seems so difficult, mm-hmm. and then it becomes routine. Yeah, it just becomes who you are. Yeah, and yeah. then all of a sudden you are doing things for the well, kingdom that you yeah. never thought you could do. It's like Bible reading. Mm-hmm. Like when you first start reading the Bible, of course. There is a learning curve mm-hmm. to the language and the stories mm-hmm. and even the 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 pace at which you That's read so and true. The, and then next thing you know, reading is old hat mm-hmm. and the Bible is familiar mm-hmm. and a comfort mm-hmm. uh, and then yes. then the stretching becomes not just the reading but in particular parts of reading mm-hmm. your your it's like boom sorts of stretch like that's, grenades go off in the text that's what happened and, sunday when i read malachi you know i've read it i read it through the bible reading challenge a couple mm-hmm. times but sunday it was like this i understand this like yeah. it makes sense to me and before i may have just been checking my box off <laughs> you know i did it i did my yeah reading. but now i'm like oh my goodness this is really good i understand the language yeah. and, did yeah. you like my malachi point about the, From I thought that was really interesting. The book of remembrance thing. Uh huh. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Go ahead. So interesting point in Malachi. Mm-hmm. So Malachi, last book of the Old Testament, right? Last time that God spoke to someone said, "Hey, write this." <laughs> he he mentions a book of remembrance at the end of Malachi in chapter three. That then sort of carried on in chapter four and said, "Look, you need to." Uh, you need to have this book, and I'm really afraid Chloe's about to knock over the table. Me too. Um, so, so he's got this book, this book of remembrance, uh, and what's what's interesting about that is the the last time uh, a book of remembrance was mentioned, or the first time a book of remembrance is, is mentioned, uh, is all the way back in the book of Exodus, in Exodus, I think it's chapter seventeen. Which is, that's the first time that God ever said to anybody in the Bible, write this. Mm. First time he says it to Moses, write this down. And it's to write down a book of remembrance Mm. about the utter destruction of the Amalekites. Well, here he's talking about a book of remembrance and that is going to be, going to be said to the, whispered to the Lord, uh, this book of remembrance and that's going to keep the people of God from being utterly destroyed. So it's mm-hmm. interesting that the first time that God tells anybody to write in the Old Testament, it's about a book of remembrance. And the last time he's telling someone, write this, this last prophet of the mm-hmm. Old Testament, mm-hmm. he says, finish with this talk about a book of remembrance mm-hmm. uh, that is about you either listen in, in Exodus 17, it's the destruction of these people. Mm-hmm. And in, in Malachi three and into four, it's that you would not be utterly mm-hmm. destroyed. So mm-hmm. it's really a crazy coincidence and a random thing. Cause the book of remembrance is right, right smack in the middle of Exodus. 
it, it might slip through your... Mm-hmm. And you don't know that this is the first time. It doesn't say, yeah. and this was the first time that the <laughs> Lord told anybody to write anything. It's just the first time in Scripture that you do see the Lord saying, write this. Mm-hmm. And it happens to be a book of remembrance. Mm-hmm. And then the last time in the Old That's Testament, cool. write this. And it's a book of remembrance. It's the last thing he has him write about. Mm-hmm. So it's an interesting little yeah. tidbit there stuck That's into Malachi. Neat. I don't know what to do with it. I don't know what you do with it. <laughs> just uh, but again, it is, I mean, it, it, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. So, of course, what you're supposed to do with it is remember the, the Lord. And that's the way to keep from utterly being destroyed. But anyway, random Malachi tidbit Thank you for, that. for the day. <laughs> uh, all right. What else so, did you want to? Yeah, I think uh, what talking about the stretching stuff um one thing i saw a woman asking like this week talking about hospitality and and mm-hmm. having people over like how do i how do i start because i don't feel like i don't feel like i'm good at this i don't know how to do it and the thing that i had to do was to start doing it don't wait until yeah, you yeah I, I would i i feel like one one thing that trips up women and mm-hmm. others is this false idea of like spiritual gifts in these yeah. sorts of areas. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just doing it. Yeah. Don't wait till you feel ready. Mm-hmm. Do the thing and then your emotions will follow. It's just like with everything else. Um, you don't get good at it until you do it and you're not going to feel like you're not going to feel good at having 20 people over to dinner mm-hmm. if you've never had, if you've never had people over to dinner. Yeah. It's an acquired like, <laughs> You're stretching. You have I can't, to. I can't have people over because I've never had people over. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, just I think I think the key is to follow the Lord in faith. And, you know, even kind of what we just talked about with the, the daily gathering. Um, you just have to do it. And you have to to do the thing that is right in front of you. And even if you don't feel like you have what it takes and you don't have... Enough in your budget. I don't have enough in my budget to share this meal with anybody. Well, God has everything. And if you're, if you're acting as if what you have is his, mm-hmm. he's not going to let you go hungry. He's not going to let you just curl up and die because you ran out of steam. He's going to take care of you. So, And I've seen that. In our life so much. I mean, we were just telling the kids today, uh, it's been so neat to to start really trying these things out, like sharing more of our food with people, uh, doubling recipes so we might be able to, to, to feed another family mm-hmm. um, alongside ours. And the way that the Lord has stretched this food, it's incredible like it doesn't make sense um you you look at it and think how could this much meat make this many meals and he's just been good and we we've seen it then we get a free ham from walmart like what <laughs> we did get a free ham from walmart <laughs> so <laughs> that was a, a substitution and we almost turned it down <laughs> Because I almost said, I almost oh, yeah. said, you remember, I almost said right off the bat, we don't want that. Yeah. Because it was a different type of, and I said, wait, let me see what that is. Mm-hmm. And then they showed it to me and said, oh, we'll take that. Yeah. 
And then we got it home, and I didn't know you had, hadn't ordered two. You're like, I only ordered one of these. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, we got two. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, just God has been good. That's all I can say. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think in in any of those, you, the, the Lord is going to supply you with what you need mm-hmm. to do whatever you're going to do for His glory. Mm-hmm. Like if there's something that you're going to do and your purpose is to do it for His glory, not your own. Of course, can you be hospitable for your own glory? Yes. And is God going to supply your need in that? No. Is He going to... Was he gonna rotten the food in the on the plate and make it where the recipes never work? And you better pray that he does, uh, because the last thing you want is to be successful in something that brings just yourself glory. Yeah. But if you're striving to do that, the Lord is going to because he is a good father. Yeah. And it is good for you. Mm-hmm. And um, he always takes care mm-hmm. of of his children. And the only reason you even want to do this is because he's telling you. This is what I want you to do. Mm -hmm. This is what is good. This is what is right for my children to do. Mm -hmm. He's the one who's put it in your head. He's not going to put it in your head and then pull, take away from you the either ability or the supplies to to do it. Yeah, and I think we're just so used to, to operating out of a worldly economy. And God's economy is different. And it it's in studying the word that you learn his economy. Like you learn that that he wants you to give freely and that give generously that he has supplied yeah. I mean second Corinthians 8 I mean that he has supplied you richly so you might mm-hmm. be generous abundantly mm-hmm. and richly yeah and so. do not grow weary in doing good that you can um just keep serving and don't count what you have before you you give to God no don't count the eggs before they're hatched is not actually <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and like don't don't think about your personality. I'm this kind of personality, so I can't serve God in this way. I'm an introvert, so I can't. You know, it'll yeah, be this too worldly hard classification. Me. Yes, and that we then de- let define us. Yes, this is what always gets me about those, and I'm not going to get on why any enneagrams are of the devil <laughs> or anything like that, although they are. Uh, those sorts of things, we allow them to define us without any mention of them in Scripture. Mm-hmm. And we'll let that define us rather than God's Word define us. Mm-hmm. So we'll say, I can't be obedient to what my God, who actually made me, says in His Word. Mm-hmm. But this psychologist, mm-hmm. who probably denies the Lord and is coming at it from some weird, sick, Freudian or union mm-hmm. sort of perspective on who people are, they're the one who tells me what's really going on in the me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that's so debilitating in Christian mm-hmm. life. I've seen so many Christians who falsely struggle with being obedient, mm-hmm. and they and they allow themselves because they've allowed themselves to take on this worldview that has come from the earthly sort of mm-hmm. world, the elementary things of this world, rather than from the Lord. Hey, I remember the first time I took a personality test. It was in. High school ag class. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I don't know what that was all about, but um, and it I, was I, all related to different types of bovines. <laughs> well, it was animals. what type of heifer are you? <laughs> like, how yeah. dare you call me a heifer? Um, but it was animals. But I was a turtle in this test, and it it's the first time I had ever considered my personality, like. 
it wasn't even something I thought about, like who, well, what type of person. But it, from that point on, that, yeah, that, it really did. And that's the same thing. That's why I made the joke about spiritual gifts uh-huh. tests. Yes. I mean, I don't know how many of those I took and went, oh, so this is what I'm good at. I don't have to do any of these others. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, what? It's like, yeah. it would be like if a toddler is growing, he's like, I can walk. That's my skill. Yeah. Cause why? Because I'm walking right now. <laughs> like, yeah, you're walking right now, but you know what you'd be doing in three years? Jumping. Right. So like when you took the test, right. you weren't good at jumping, but that doesn't mean that jumping is not your future. Right. Uh, and so the idea that these spiritual gifts, you get certain ones, but not, no, these are what the gifts that come yeah. from the spirit. Uh, and he gives them. To us richly and freely anyway. Yeah. yeah. So to let I've those always, things sort of... Even, I've always wondered. We even take that personality sort of test and and augment like spiritual gifts into mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And then pigeonhole everybody. Mm-hmm. And then wonder why the church isn't having needs met. Because you told this person that the only thing they're good at is this. Yeah. Uh, so. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. So... I'm not a, so tur- I'm not a turtle anymore. Stretch yourself. Whatever it was. It was something to do with being an introvert. So. Turtle makes sense for an introvert. Yeah. Yeah, if you were like a hawk, I'd be like, that doesn't no, seem yeah. right. No, yeah, it's like you withdraw into your shell so you can have alone time. Well, if it did say shell, it probably was a turtle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know it was a turtle. Her- I just, hermit crab. I just don't remember, you know. But I do know from that point on, I was more aware of me, my personality, and and I don't think it was helpful for me. I really don't. So. Oh, man, there are more things I want to talk about. I want to talk about the <laughs> vice presidential debates, presidential oh, debates. Gosh, I want to talk, I want to talk about, about Romans 13. Yeah, I have Romans 13 on my list. Yeah, I put it on my list because you told me to talk about it. Because okay. I talked to you about it and you were like, why has no one talked about this? Let's record another episode tomorrow. About yeah. Romans 13. Yeah, just special, solely Romans 13. It's special. not going to be very long. Uh, but It's not? What would you say? Well, I'm no. I'm just trying I mean, to trick you yeah, into yeah, saying it now. So let's go to let's go to our uh, mystery jello salad surprise jello salad. So it's your turn, right? No, it's my turn. I don't know whose turn. Okay, it is. I've got one though. Okay, oh, what would you say is your favorite fruit? The reason I asked this is mm-hmm. I was reading through uh, Genesis mm-hmm. um, because I do the daily Bible reading challenge and other Bible reading. Hashtag pastoring. Uh, and I was thinking about reading Genesis, reading Revelation, and the, the idea of fruit being what we were eating. Uh, and, you know, before he tells us to post the Noah flood, telling us to go and take and eat these animals. And I think so if the world was covered in fruit trees, let's mm-hmm. say, like what fruit tree would I be? sitting under mm-hmm. this is my picture sitting under what tree mm-hmm. maybe a fig tree i don't know mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. with a vine on it mm-hmm. um what fruit tree would you be in the new heavens and the new earth would you have your back against just with wet gooey face <laughs> from whatever it was what would i it mean be? i know the answer to this what would it be it's not a tree. What? What fruit? It would be, I'd be sitting in the watermelon patch. What? The seedless watermelon patch. <laughs> Did you know that watermelons in heaven won't even have the rind? <laughs> the rind will be edible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can. 
Watermelon? I can put down a whole watermelon by myself. I can see you in some sort of weird deep south sort of caricature <laughs> sitting in a watermelon patch. By myself. By yourself in like some dirty fork. old dirty old coveralls. I just on. need one fork. In my picture, you're very grapes of wrath yeah. right now. Yeah. Man, I love it. And part of that's from pregnancy. See, I how many pregnant how many times have you seen me with a big I've seen belly? you pregnant. Well, <laughs> with a half of a watermelon in my lap and a fork. Yeah, a ha- literal half of a watermelon. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter if it's a big watermelon. Or You're a getting half one. of it. <laughs> my God, because like, you haven't figured out a way to eat the whole thing it's yet. So good. Yeah, so good. I mean, I'm a little trepidatious about watermelons because good ones are good, bad ones are really yeah, bad. They're super disappointing. Yeah, especially because you pay like. Six bucks. Yeah, and you open this thing up and it's like eating dried yeah. air. But nothing's as bad as that that fruit my mom bought. At what was that? Star fruit? No. Jackfruit. Oh my word. Jackfruit. Oh. It took she I paid. don't know if you've ever there are two things that I've done that I thought I should never do this again. One was <laughs> getting artichokes mm. and trying to get to the artichoke heart. Mm-hmm. I I think I took the whole thing apart and never found the heart. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> I did it wrong, and it took forever, and I was very disappointed. The other was this jackfruit that stunk, and it was messy, and you just got a little bit. How did you peel it? How I don't even know. We had to, like, it, invited, like, invited like a machete. And and the guy, here's what happened. The guy at Sprout. Your mom, it, your mom grew up in the age of advertising, and she is the biggest... Like, like, she's a mark. She's a perfect She's a total mark customer. to all the customer service people. Because if they say, it, she'll say, we'll say, why'd you buy it? And she'll say, the person, the salesman <laughs> said this was the best. And I'm just like, what? And it was so expensive. Yes. I'm not going to say how much I think that jackfruit was. Oh my goodness. But it was a lot. It had to be. It was a giant fruit. <laughs> And you had to do all the work. <laughs> and it smells. Oh, it smells so it bad. Smelled like, but I was like, I was like, if it's this much work, it's got to be good, it right? Me it's got to like, be. Like a really concentrate, like Hispanic soda. Hispanic <laughs> soda. <laughs> you know, like it had don't that. Get me, don't get me started on life in the supermercado. <laughs> We've already talked about that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Anyhow. I was talking to Bird about it, that the other day. It, it didn't taste good. It did not taste good. No. That's an understatement. Yeah. This is one of the most disappointing things in my but life. But I'd like to know if anyone listening likes jackfruit. If you know what That's it not, is. And if you do, unfriend us. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I mean. Because if you they grew do, up. I think they do make jackfruit like if, already peeled maybe. Or you can. I just think if you grew up It was up tasty. With it, no. It was. Was it, it was, not? I thought the bits were tasty. No. It was just super. It, it, it was just such a, a heavy. I think we did it wrong. I think it's like we probably cut out the yellow part of the pineapple and ate the rind. That's probably what we're gonna find out. <laughs> like you ate the wrong part. The texture was weird. Oh, it was perfumey. Yes. Yes, it was like eating perfume. But like, um, like a tropical. It, it yeah, just, yeah, like a tropical perfume. It wasn't. Good. Yeah. Oh, I, I so, that. but I'm just saying, if you grew up with this, you might. Love. You might have liked it, but it, it was too shocking for someone in their 30s yeah. to enjoy. 
Yeah. So how about you? What's your um what what tree will you be sitting under? No doubt. <laughs> the tree I'll be sitting under is an Indizi Kisukari tree. Is that a tiny banana? Those tiny <laughs> African bananas that they fake from Guatemala here but are not the same. Okay. You've never had a banana this like makes me jealous. Ndizi Ndizi's banana in Swahili. Ndizi Kisukari is is like sugar banana with sugar. Sugar banana. Mm-hmm. And Oh my goodness. They are so, they're tiny mm-hmm. and they're so good and everything over there is so cheap. Mm-hmm. So you can buy so many of them. Mm-hmm. And they're not, I mean, they just get them, right? They grow them in their backyard. Mm-hmm. Oh. Do they like them or yes. are they over it? No, they like them too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They put bananas in a lot of stuff bananas, mm-hmm. plantains, and whatnot. Uh, oh, yeah. They're so good. Mm. And see, you can't bring that back. So we've never... No, the federal government has made it very clear that I cannot bring that back. <laughs> it doesn't matter even if I put it in my pocket. That's it just still mean. can't come. Yeah. So what mean. if I promise to eat it on the plane? No. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my what dad, I'd be My dad... Me, it'd be me, and you know who'd be sitting right my next dad. to me? A baboon. <laughs> Baboons also love they them. They do. Oh, man. We I threw you were going to say my dad. We threw them at baboons... Because they're so cheap, you could throw them. Like a banana here, you'd be like, those things are expensive. Don't throw that. Are they? Yeah, bananas are... I feel like bananas are expensive. Oh, they're expensive. I feel like they're actually quite cheap. No, they're expensive. Lots of... Where have you been buying your bananas? Well, as someone who buys about... Uh, Oh, have you been going to Banana Republic? About... about, (laughs) As someone... (laughs) Hashtag dad jokes. As someone who now has to buy like 20 bananas every time we go to the store. Yeah. Um, but they smoothies. are cheap when you're comparing them to the cost in Tanzanian mm. shillings. Or, I mean, yeah. they're expensive compared to that. So, yeah. anyway, we would th- we'd be driving down the highway and there's baboons, you know, sitting along the side of the highway. And we would throw bananas at them for them to eat. Of course, Brian Barnes would throw them to try and hit the b- baboons in the face. Uh, which he did for protection. He did nail one time. Yeah, probably because he was scared to death of them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the baboons love them. They'll run over and grab it and then just plop down on their bottom and just sit there and eat it on wow, the side of the highway. That's crazy. And then off in the distance, it'd be a hippo in the river. It's yeah. crazy. Yep. Yeah. Um, Kiboko as hippo. I also love fruit. Um, berry. I love berry bushes. So like, and that's what I was thinking about. Like, the other ones that I, I would I would wander through uh, the grapevines. Grapes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like like raspberries, mm-hmm. blackberries. See, I like those, mm-hmm. but picking them is so like it's just well, is itchy. It, is it always like blackberries that? Blackberries are Oklahoma? covered in chiggers and. Like, if you were in Maine, is it like that to pick berries? Or is it just... Well, I mean, they're blueberries in Maine, so it's a different type of berry. I know, but picking berries... But they say the moose really bother you in Maine when you do that. <laughs> like, it's not chiggers, but it's moose. Moose. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Well, like, my so dad... made it tomato. My dad picked a, a bunch of blackberries for us to sell at the farmer's market a few years ago. And he got, like, 17 ticks. He did. He was like, I ain't never doing that <laughs> I'm again. Well, this like, no, I got 17 ticks. <laughs> I ain't never doing that. It ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. You for can get that it first. Many, you can go to the store and get a whole bushel of them. 
Yeah. By the way, that sounds just like my dad. Yeah. Spot on. Truly. Just like my voice sounds just like you. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, no. no. Yeah. So I'm, you're, what you're saying is I'm really good at your dad. Yeah. But really bad at really you. Really horrible. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. Mm-hmm. That's why when I answer the phone like that, people are like, Leslie. No, they don't. Well, you don't know that. Well, I know. Sometimes I do think you sound like me. Dress. <laughs> 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 Sometimes I do. I mean, Sometimes you do put on that voice. I don't know. Like now in the mornings. I feel like I'm talking. Like see, that. like right now, listen to yourself. Stop. <laughs> I'm in her head, people. I'm in her head. <laughs> I should oh, just say man. real quick. Um, speaking of fruit, I saw this on Ina Garten's Instagram page a, f- a couple months ago. I think she had cantaloupe with prosciutto and olive oil. And salt and pepper, right? Salt and yeah, pepper. Yeah. And I, I just thought it looked so good, and so I got all this. I stuff. did not think it looked good. Yeah, it looks weird, but I thought, man, I want that. Yeah, no way am I eating that. Mm-hmm. But I made it, and was it good? And she made me eat it. Did you like it? I want some right now. It was amazing. Like it's shockingly good. Yeah. So you just slice up your cantaloupe. Into slices. Yeah, and you sprinkle, like, kind of shave the prosciutto up and sprinkle it on mm-hmm. the top of you it. Don't, you don't sprinkle the prosciutto. I mean, it's lay good. It. Yeah, you it's like a, it. like a layer, like thin shaved. Yeah. You know. In a pretty meats. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You dress, you dress the cantaloupe yes, with the prosciutto. Yes. Then you drizzle olive oil Because you want to get a prosciutto in every bite of cantaloupe. Yes, yes. And olive oil. A little and then you drizzle the olive oil salt and salt and pepper. And pepper. Woo! Man, it's good. Golly, shockingly good. <laughs> that's that's the most like I thought this is this is a pre- the most pretentious food. Yeah, it seemed that, that way. I, and one prosciutto goes a long way. It does. I didn't know prosciutto goes. We still got it. some left. I know. I didn't know how far it went. Prosciutto is expensive, but it goes a long way. Especially like it if goes you're, if you're dressing a cantaloupe with yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, if you're just putting it on cantaloupe, like it's a slice of prosciutto and a slice of cantaloupe. Well, yeah. You're you're doing fine budget-wise right, on right. that. Uh, man, that was good. Mm-hmm. Oof. I'm, man. So. If I hadn't had my evening smoothie already, <laughs> start putting prosciutto in it. All right. Anyway, I think that's all the time we've got for tonight. You want to talk you... about more fruits? Yeah, talk about. I think we might put people to sleep. People to like, and we're done with this fruit. <laughs> and episode. the other fruit, the we other like. fruit we really like. <laughs> anyway, if you've got a favorite fruit, as long as it's not jackfruit, uh, <laughs> let us know about it. And ask, wait, yeah, ask the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, at gmail dot com, uh, give us some. Some fun. Your, you guys' stories always crack us up. So did, when you send an email to us, we like it. We read it. Did, did anyone ask about the fly catcher, fly trap? Anyone want to see no, the picture? No. Have you checked the email? Yeah, I get notifications on the email. Yeah. Most of the time I do. Sometimes I'll go, how come I didn't get my notification? <laughs> no. We do have, we do have a... Uh, request for more uh, stuff about homeschooling. Oh, that's the last email okay. we got. So we will take that into account. Yes. Uh, After we talk about Romans thirteen and all the other things going on in this world, and you're like, you just spent ten minutes talking about fruit. <laughs> Couldn't have talked about homeschool for me. <laughs> we will coming up. Promise. Sure. We had things. We to talked say about, about we talked about homeschool like crazy because we're helping a one of the 
young ladies at our church start homeschooling and she is just so excited because she was told by school teachers and family that she couldn't do it and now she sees fake news fake the lord has actually equipped her to do that and uh anyway we'll talk about that in the future all right guys that's all the time we've got for tonight peter is asleep i'm gonna be there soon so it's been great having you guys we'll see you all next time good night good night